Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to young people. Thank you very much, the young people who reach out to me very often via social media, telling me how much of an encouragement and inspiration a learning moment, Voice of Change, is to them. I dedicate today's broadcast to you, and it is addressing the issue of young people in nation building. We're going to be examining this topic from a very fundamental perspective, and we merely start the journey with this broadcast. I know what it is like to be young. I have been younger than I am today. I know the sense of sheer hopelessness. In the Babangida years, when with the structural adjustment program and with the economy going through the beginning of the throes of the chaos we are now in, decades later, it has become clear that the ruling elite had not thought through the structural adjustment program. And stories have leaked to even show the young Turks in power in military uniform at that time did not have a grasp of the economic situation. But that was just the beginning. As a young girl, as I traveled with my parents to America, one naira was $1.20. I watched in horror as $1 became 8 naira and then 22. And you know what it is today. Young people, I feel you. I empathize with you. I know what it is like to be young. In a country where there seems to be an insensitivity to the young people's sense of hope and their hope of mobility. To the young especially, there must be a sense of hope, a sense of a future, a sense of an ability to better oneself. Because of course, the rest of the life of a young person lies ahead. If a young person cannot see the way forward, see, I say, envision a future, then the country is in crisis. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowa, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowa. The idea was not to end the first segment on a note of dejection. No, we are not dejected. Is there a place for young people in a nation? Thank you so much for the feedback on TJ and myself discussing young people in the nation. As we spoke about Anthony and Nahuru and his age in his 20s when he moved the motion for independence. We spoke about Major General Gowon in his 30s. And truly, so many people who are now in their 70s were in their 20s and their 30s when they began to be governors and leaders in this same country. Time has handed the report card of everyone to them. 
And from what we have seen, it will seem that youth in and of itself is not a magic wand. Some young people did well and some young people did badly and are still doing badly and holding on, stalking the corridors of power till today. But we are a different set, are we not? We are young people who will lead this nation. And before we lead a nation, we must know what is a nation? The dictionary says a nation is a body of people marked off by common descent, language, culture, or historical tradition, whether or not bound by the defined territorial limits of a state. That would mean that the Fulani nation is a nation because they are not defined by the territorial limits of a state. So from Futajalon Plateau through to Senegal, through to Nigeria, through to Gambia, you find the Fula people or the Fulani people defined by a common descent, a common language, a common culture, common historical tradition, but not bound by the defined territorial limits of a state. However, that is not the case with Nigeria. Here we have an agglomeration of people not bound by common language, not bound by common descent, not bound by common history, not even bound yet by a common vision. Which brings me to my own Olajumoke Adenowo definition of a nation, which is a collective of people with a common vision powered by the resource base of their commonwealth. Olajumoke Adenowo. Therefore, looking at my country, Nigeria, and also countries like India, countries which are constructs of colonialism, India with 2,000 languages, Nigeria with 250 to 522, depending on who is doing the counting, we see that language cannot be the denominator of nationhood. Religion cannot be. India has a multiplicity of religions as Nigeria does too. We see then that whoever gave the dictionary that definition of a body of people marked by common descent, language, culture, historical tradition, clearly was not a descendant of the colonized. I would choose to say that common vision is what defines a basis that we all agree on as being the criteria for coming together as a body of people, as a collective. That vision must be the common denominator that makes a people a nation. A nation must be powered by a resource base. And the resource base is their commonwealth. Resource base meaning where the wealth of the nation comes from. And the wealth of the nation cannot belong to one set of people, one language, one tribe, one tongue, one family, as we saw in Gabon, where it appears that the army finally let the mind of the people concerning the Bongo family be known. The wealth of a nation cannot reside in the pockets of a few. It is the common wealth. I will address what the Commonwealth is in the next broadcast. But shall I quickly say, the pillars of a nation, in my understanding, will be the citizenry of the nation, that is you and I, the ideology or the vision or the values of the nation. What does the nation stand for? When I say to people, when you say Germany, what do you think about? I hear words like precision. I hear words like engineering. When I think of Italy, what comes to mind? I hear fashion. When you think of Paris, what comes to mind? Slightly different style. Therefore, every nation has a DNA. When you think of Nigeria, I say, what comes to mind? I begin to hear words like corruption. And I say, no, 
actually resourcefulness. We are a resourceful people, which is why when any law is drawn up, the first thing we seem to think about is a way around it. Finally, the institutions. The institutions consist of the presidency, the legislature, the judiciary, which are the traditional arms of government, and then institutions such as civil society. Can you think of any institutions that you believe are some of the pillars of the nation? Are you beginning to see where the youth can build the nation? Perhaps in building institutions, perhaps in mobilizing the citizenry. So in this brief series on can the youth build a nation, we'll be looking more closely at how the youth can be more actively involved in nation building. It's not just about elections and running for office. There is so much more and there's so many other ways in which the youth can be actively involved in building the nation. Remember, like I always say, it is better to light a candle than to cast the darkness. Join me next week as we examine further how the youth can be involved in nation building. Well, our dreams, we've been gone.